The Accountant and the Counselor audio series. Episode 6, Reconciled. Malina wondered what Kane could have possibly wanted to ask her. When she talked to Martina about it, she jokingly said Kane really wanted to break his silence about him crushing on Mylena, but she was still not convinced. Although she felt Kane was more relaxed, he was too much of a professional to let his guard down. Mylena did not want to confuse the compassion Kane felt for her as his client and him possibly liking her but not admitting it just yet. Not to get her hopes up, Mylena tried to stay focused on healing and her next move. However, it was getting harder and harder to get him off her mind. Two days later, Mylena kept her commitment and had lunch with her mother. The food is good, Mom. I figured you'd like this. I know how much you like your Thai food. <laughs> I appreciate that. I can't get Noah to try Thai food. She's so picky. Yeah, she is. You know, you were that way. Really? Now how'd you get me to eat? Just gave you what you wanted. Hmm. So, I've been doing some serious soul searching. And I realize I've been stuck. Stuck how? In the past. I can't fully heal and move forward until I let this go. This tension between us, Dad everything, and I want to let it go. But I need to know what happened. It's important for me to understand why you didn't come back for us. I knew this day would come. Some things you wish you could bury deep down and never discuss. But I suppose that's not always fair. I've learned to block everything bad that's happened so far, but... Okay, so you know your dad and I fell on hard times. That was no secret. Okay. Lena, the truth is, I felt incapable of raising you and Mallory. What do you mean, incapable? When your dad got injured and couldn't work anymore, I got so burned out from working all those extra shifts. I was run down, Lena. Then your dad left. The bills still had to be paid, and I had no one to watch you while I worked. I was old enough to stay home and watch Mallory. I didn't trust that, Lena. I already had the school administration down my back for you all being tardy too many times. Anything could have happened while I was away and for 12 hours at a time? Nothing could have been worse than Dominic hurting me and Mal. The day I got the call about my travel nurse job was the same day I got an eviction notice. I had to take the job. Without that, I don't know what we would have done. And I'm sorry that happened to you. I wish I could take it away. Knowing what you know now, would you have still taken the job? Lena, I truly did the best that I could. I thought I made the right decisions. Staying with Marissa meant you didn't have to transfer schools. You were in a familiar neighborhood. Would you have still taken the job? No. Lena, I couldn't. I would have swallowed my pride and asked your grandma, or worst case, we would have been back at the Passion Life Shelter. Why didn't you ask Grandma in the first place? That's a story for another day, Lena. 
Short version, you aren't the only one who blamed me for your dad leaving. We got it pretty bad after that. I don't blame you for dad walking out on us. I did at first, but I have tried to put myself in your shoes. And while I do understand Bill's, I don't understand you not coming back for us. As much as I don't like admitting this, I would have stayed at Passion Life Shelter a hundred times over if it meant staying far away from Aunt Marissa. I am so sorry, Lena. I have tried hard to forget everything because it hurts. This hurts. I was such a terrible mom. I didn't deserve you and Mallory. You didn't deserve any of that. I will spend the rest of my life trying to make it up to you. I know I can't take away the pain of your past, but I'm here, and I want to be there for you and Mallory. Please forgive me, Lena. Please. (laughs) Okay, Mom. (laughs) I forgive you. On Tuesday evening, Malena sat behind the curtain, anxiously waiting to be called to the stage to face a crowd of nearly 200 people in the auditorium at Oakwood Elementary School. Welcome to the Oakwood Elementary Annual Fundraiser. We're so glad you could join us this evening. We thank you for your attendance and for your contributions. As a reminder, a portion of the proceeds for this event will go to Passion Life Foundation, who provided food and shelter for a number of our own students over the years. We have some wonderful acts and presentations for you tonight. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Ms. Nelson's students will give a presentation about mental health. But first, I present to you one of our dedicated volunteers who also works at Passion Life Foundation. Here to perform an original song, Believe in Yourself, please welcome Mylena Hendrick to the stage. If I should fall, 
My goodness, Mylena, that was beautiful. Thank you. How did you manage to pull that off with the kids in this short time? Practice, practice, and more practice. What talent you have. Thank you for sharing with us. 
I appreciate... Excuse me, ma'am. Lee, I'm sorry to interrupt. Dad? It's okay, sir. I just wanted to personally thank you, Mylena. And it's so nice to meet the father of such a gifted young lady. You must be proud. I am. Thank you. Have a good night to both of you. How... What are you doing here? I've been keeping up with Noah. She didn't tell you? No, she didn't. She told me about tonight. Can we talk outside? Now? Please. Okay. I know it won't mean much, but I really am so proud of you. You know, your grandma had a beautiful voice, too. She could hit those notes the way you do. Sarah, Lena, Hendrick. Everyone called her Lena. I never knew that. She died when Melinda was pregnant with you. You know, the day you were born, I held you in my arms and looked into those beautiful eyes of yours that reminded me so much of my mother. I told Melinda, I'm naming this baby. (laughs) You can name the next one. This is my Lena. And there it was, my Lena. <laughs> How are you, Lean? Your mom told me you were in the hospital with an ulcer. I'm fine. I used to get ulcers. You know how you get those, right? How? Stress. Well, I'm fine now. How's Mallory? She's better. She never answers my calls. I suppose she doesn't want to talk. Can't say I blame her. Lean? I wish for one thing before I leave here. What? Your forgiveness. (sighs) Hear me out, Ling. What's there to hear, Dad? There is nothing. And I mean absolutely nothing you can say to excuse what you've done. I'm not excusing anything, Ling. You ruined our lives. Mal and I are ruined because of you. You want to know the truth, Dad? I didn't have an ulcer. I was in the hospital because I tried to kill myself. You know why? Because of all the compounding trauma and stress that began the day you walked out that door and never came back. What kind of man walks away from his children? You have no idea what Mallory and I went through. It was awful. And you weren't there to protect us. You were not there for us at all. You weren't there. I'm so sorry, Lee. (laughs) You know what else? Mallory hates you. And I can't say I blame her for that. I wish I could change all of that, Lee. Leaving you and Mallory was the worst decision I ever made. I want to tell you something I've never told anyone before. Not even your mother. What? The day I left, your mother and I got into a huge fight. I don't know if you remember. Unfortunately, I remember every single thing that happened that day. My mother was abused by my father. On the night we escaped, she made me promise something. What? She made me promise to never, ever put my hands on a woman. The night I left you, your mother told me, Maybe it should have been you, meaning me that should have died in that car accident instead of Kurt. I felt a rage inside that I never felt before. 
At no other point in our marriage did I ever think about hitting your mother. That day, I almost did. I had to leave. Okay. I understand that. But that didn't mean you had to abandon us. Your children. I know that, Lane. And it has literally been killing me. I've been sick over it. I don't know how long I'll be around, Lane, but I want to. I've wanted to fix it, and I didn't know what to do. I know there's nothing I can say or do to make this right, but I just want you to know I am sorry, Lane. I am so sorry. I need to go. Mylena, I love you. We'll talk later, Dad. The next day, Mylena caught up with Ashley and Martina at the Serenade Cafe. Girl, you know you killed it last night? Yes, you did. It was the highlight of the night. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't get to talk to you after. I had LJ with me and he was working my nerves. I looked for you and I didn't see you. That's because I was talking to my dad outside. On the phone? No, in person. Your dad was there? Yes. I couldn't believe it either. How did that conversation go? It was emotional. I wasn't ready to talk to him. What are you thinking? I don't know. Like, why all of a sudden is he trying to be sentimental and apologetic at the same time? Maybe he's come to his senses. He wants to hear from Mallory so bad. She's not hearing it, huh? Not at all. How did you feel after talking to him? Like, I had more to say, but no point in beating a dead horse. Yeah. Look who it is. You better answer the phone for your man. Hi, Kane. Hey, Marlena. Are you busy? Just hanging out with Ashley and Martina. Okay. I wanted to know if you'd like to meet somewhere outside the office today for our session. Really? Where? I know you'd like to see Noah after we meet. How's Oakwood Park? Okay, sure. This is different. Yeah, I figured we could use a change of scenery. Okay, I'll see you at Oakwood. Okay, see you there. Ooh, I knew it! I told you he would be asking you out. (laughs) This is not a date. This is still our session. Outside the office? Why do you think he would ask you to meet outside the office? Like he said... A change of scenery. Okay, we'll see about that. An hour later, Malina left her friends to see Kane for session number five at Oakwood Park. Malina! Hey, Kane! Watch sit over here? Yeah, sure. It was too nice outside to be in the office. I hope this is okay with you. It is. By the way... Your performance last night? Amazing. You were there? And you didn't speak? You were like a celebrity. I couldn't get to you at first, and then I didn't see you. And I couldn't wait long. I had to pick up Jordan. Thanks, Kane. Thank you for coming. I didn't know you would be there. Didn't want to miss it. It means a lot to me that you were there. Mylena, I've been wanting to tell you something. And... I know I'm out of line for saying this, but... But? 
You are not like any woman I've met before. You are a breath of fresh air. You are compassionate. You're kind. You're smart. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm what? You are so beautiful. Inside and out. Wow. Um, I didn't expect that. Thank you, Kane. Mylena, I'm not gonna lie. Ever since the day you sang that song, I have not been able to get you off my mind. When you first walked in my office, I was floored with how gorgeous you are. You're making me blush. I mean, every word. Kane, I don't know what to say. Does this make you uncomfortable? No. And honestly, I really like you. I just don't know what it is that you see in me. I mean, I'm a mess. I I came to you because I tried to kill myself. But you, I think you are amazing. And you don't judge me. Listen, you are not a mess. You are human. You experience trauma. And you reacted in the way that many people could react when they are extremely overwhelmed. Depression, it can affect anyone. You were dealing with a lot. And you'll be fine. I'm not worried. Hopefully I've given you the tools you can use to manage your stress and healthier coping. Kane, you have no idea how helpful this has been. You are great at what you do. And I'm not just saying it because I like you. This is definitely your gift. Do you know what I see when I look at you? I see strength. I see ambition. I see an incredible woman. Mylena, in all my life, I have never met anyone that struck me like this, the way that you do. I'm sorry if this is too much. I just, I had to tell you. I... No, it's not too much. I'm just surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Have you ever got involved with any of your clients before? Never. That's not what I do. Not what I'm about. I've had many women come through my office. Attractive women. Never crossed my mind to get involved with them. Never wanted to cross that line. Why me? I don't know. Do you really have to move? Honestly, you got me second guessing. But after the postdoctoral fellowship, I would make much more. I can provide better for Jordan. But you won't be physically present, though. I'm sure he'd rather see you more often. Yes, but that may change. I'm working on some things with my attorney. I want to show you something. Okay. My notes. Kane, what? How did you... You like it? Kane, you say I'm talented? Look at this. A drawing of me? So, wait a minute. Did you ever take any real notes? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Wow, this is beautiful, Kane. Thank you. Do I get to keep it? Of course. You make me feel so special. So, how does this work? This? You know, me being your client? Isn't that against policy or something? Well, I I can't be a counselor anymore. Okay. Do you still think I need ten sessions? No, I don't. Well, will this be our last session? Yeah, but I can facilitate your family counseling sessions. Okay. 
I can refer you to some good ones if you still want to continue counseling. Yes, I do. Counseling really helps. It'll be part of my self-care routine. But I want a female therapist. No offense. None taken. No one like Dr. Tracy or Dr. James, please. You know I would only recommend the best for you. So, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really good now. You know I have to ask. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your depression and anxiety? Depression, 2. Anxiety, 4. Yes, good, Mylena. Look at what talk therapy has done for you. (laughs) You get credit, too. No, this was all you. You did the work. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's my mom. I'll call her back. How was your week? Well, my dad came to the performance. That's good, right? I wasn't expecting it. We talked for a bit. It was a little heated. Well, I was. How do you feel about it? It doesn't feel resolved, and I don't know why. What do you think needs to happen for it to feel resolved? He told me he loved me before we left, and I got so worked up, I didn't say it back. I honestly don't know if I would have told him, because I don't know if I do love him. Is that bad? No. I just don't want you to hold any grudges or unforgiveness. That's not healthy. You know, I told Mallory she needs to let all this stuff go, but after seeing him last night... I don't know how to. You have to make peace with your past and focus on the present. Even this very moment. Look around. That's why I like being outside. There's peace in nature, and I appreciate the simple things. We take this for granted. The plants, the trees, Georgia's red clay. You know, ten years ago, I wouldn't have given any of that the slightest attention. You are so right. I'm sorry, mister. No problem. Just a little dirt. (laughs) It's all over your shoes. It's okay. Let me help you with that. I have some tissue in my purse. You don't have to. I want to. You got some on your hand. Let me see. I love seeing this side of you. Outside of the office. I would like to spend some time with you. Off the clock. Are you asking me out? On a date? So now I'm about to cross the line. (laughs) Mylena, will you go out with me? I would love to. Are you free this Friday night? As a matter of fact, I am. So, I know you like Asian food. I have a place in mind I think you will love. I want to surprise you. You've been thinking about this for a while, huh? I have. I hate to admit how excited I am right now. (laughs) I am too. If you're not my counselor anymore, is it okay for us to date? With a very strong, persuasive argument and making friends with the right people, it's possible in two years. Two years? Can you wait two years for me? I can, but I don't want to. Okay, I I don't want you getting into any trouble. That's a risk I'm willing to take. I can handle it. You want to get that? It's my mom again. I'll call her back. Kane, you know so much about me, and I know very little about you. What do you want to know? Who is Kane Princeton? If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Hmm. 
Kane Princeton is forever evolving, growing. That was three, right? Sounds like a counselor's answer. (laughs) And someone with a story to tell. We all have one. I look forward to hearing yours. That is, if you are willing to share. I am. I can be vulnerable with the right person. I'm glad to hear that. Are you this reserved when you are off the clock? You think I'm reserved? (laughs) I do. No, I like to have fun. I just got to be careful around you. Careful? Yeah, you'll mess around and get a brother in trouble. Me? (laughs) I have nothing to do with that. By the way, what are you wearing? You always smell so good. Honestly, I don't know. Every birthday, my mom buys me cologne. I have so many. I just grab and spray. Aw, that's nice of your mom. Do you have siblings? One younger sister. She lives in London. Mm, That's pretty cool, mate. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) So, why psychology? What is it that drew you into it? I've been fascinated with the human mind since I was a kid. It's in my blood, too. My grandfather was a psychologist. I used to be obsessed with understanding people's behavior, especially when I learned my father had PTSD. What do you think caused his? War. Mm. I grew out of obsessing over people's behavior to being obsessed with helping people with mental illness survive. What changed? I was sitting in on a session with a therapist I worked with after I finished my master's. It was years ago. I'll never forget this lady, Miss Riley. She was a working mom in corporate America. No previous history of mental illness. And in one week, her life was turned upside down. First, the company she worked with for 15 years laid her off. A few days later, she was in a car accident and broke both of her arms. She was totally dependent on her husband. You know what he did? What? He left her. Oh, no. Yeah. He also convinced their seven-year-old son that she didn't love him. The husband took the son away. She was in and out of the psychiatric hospital for suicide attempts and was referred to the office who supervised me. The therapist, Lucinda, I think her name was, was completely disengaged and distracted that she missed all the signs. I wanted to take over so badly that day. What happened to Miss Riley? Right before our eyes, Miss Riley... She opened up a small bottle of poison and drank all of it. What? Did she survive? Sadly, no. Oh, I am so sorry that happened to you. All Miss Riley wanted was to be heard. She was screaming for help. It was one of the saddest days of my life. I'm surprised that didn't make you want to quit. No, it made me want to be better. A better listener, better communicator... A better counselor. I just want to help people find the will to live and give them hope. And you do, Kane. I am so grateful to know you. Wow. You amaze me more and more each day. I appreciate you saying that. And I'm grateful to know you. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) So, what's your favorite food? Mexican. Okay. What do you like to... It's my mom again. Go ahead. Talk to her. Mom? Mylena, I have some bad news. What? 
Your dad passed away this afternoon. What? How? I just saw him last night. Cirrhosis of the liver. (sighs) Mom, I need to call you back. Mylena, what's wrong? My dad? He's gone, Kate. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Come here. I'm here. The next day, Mylena laid on the couch all day feeling very down and regretful. It happened to be the same day that Mallory was released from rehab. Mallory sat on the couch next to Mylena and consoled her. You know, he was crying for help. (laughs) Crying for us, and I ignored it. All he wanted was our forgiveness. You know, Mylena, just because he's gone doesn't change anything. Deadbeat then, and literally a deadbeat now. What? Dead heartbeat. You get it? (laughs) How can you be so insensitive, Mal? Since when did Jeremy become so important to you? The day he acknowledged he was wrong for leaving us. Well, he's 15 years too late for that. It's mom. Oh, I'm not staying for this. You are so selfish, Mal. You only think of yourself. Do you think about me? How I need you here? (laughs) And she said she wants to talk to both of us. Hi, girls. Hey, Mom. Are you two okay? Yes. I'll be fine. (sighs) Thanks for watching Noah for me. Of course, dear. What was she doing? She was watching TV with your grandma. So what's so important that you have to talk to us about? Mal. It's okay. How are you, Mallory? Ecstatic, Melinda. So your dad was sick for a while. I had been talking to him off and on for the past six months. As you know, he was a heavy drinker. He had kidney failure, and eventually he had to get on dialysis. Can you get to the point? You do not have to be so rude, Mal. Come on. You know, I don't have to stand here and listen to this sob story about Jeremy. Who cares? Do you know what, or should I say, who drove Jeremy to all that drinking? Yeah, I'm out of here. No, Mal. You're not going anywhere. I'm so tired of this. Tired of all this fighting. When will it end, Mal? You have got to let this go, please. Look at us. This has destroyed us. Think about Noah. Is this the example you want to set for her? All of us have been driven to destructive, foolish ways of dealing with the heartache and disappointment, but it has to stop. I can't bear to lose no one else. Please. I want you to see something, Mylena and Melinda. Do you know how I got this scar? You told me you fell and hit the corner of a table. I lied. What then? The night before Grandma picked us up to live with her, Dominique pulled me in the closet. I tried to scream, and he covered my mouth with his left hand, grabbed my right hand, and made me unzip his pants. I had enough. I bit so hard into his arm, I tasted blood in my mouth. Where was I? I wanted to call you, Lena, but you were cleaning up the kitchen, 
And I knew if you stepped away, Aunt Marissa would have been coming for you. So I snuck and called Melinda. And before I could even get a word out, she said, I'll call you back. And never did. He bit you back? Yes, he did. Why didn't you tell me this before, Mal? Because I knew you could do absolutely nothing about it. There's only so much stress a 12-year-old can handle. (laughs) Here, Mom. Mallory, I am so sorry. I'm trying, Mallory. I'm trying. If you allow me to, I just... I want to be there for you. We need family counseling. Y'all can do that if you want. I want no parts of it. (sighs) Okay, Mallory. No pressure. Good, because I'm tired of talking about it. Mom, what were you saying about Dad? I came over here to tell you that your dad had a life insurance policy. He named you two as the beneficiaries. In this will, he asked that you set aside 10% for Noah and give it to her when she turns 18. What? It's for $100,000. Days later, Jeremy's homegoing services took place in the chapel of the funeral home. Jamina Gray, Melinda, Mallory, Mylena, and a few of their friends and family paid their respects. That service was filled with the Holy Ghost, wasn't it? What a shame it is for something like this to bring us all together. You're right, Mom. Did you see that fine man with Mylena? Oh, that's Cain. Marlena's therapist friend. Therapist? Ooh, where do I find one of those? We're having a family session with him next week. Me, Marlena, and hopefully Mallory. Ah, it's good to see you two talking. Mom, Grandma, Mallory, this is my friend Kane. Hi, Kane. It's nice to finally meet you. What a handsome young man. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Not under these circumstances. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. It's good to see you all. Mylena, we're gonna head out. Hang in there, honey. Love you. Love y'all too. I'll call you later. Good seeing you too. Melinda, girls, let this not be our last time to see each other. You hear? Aren't we going out to eat? I have to meet someone. Oh, Mallory, come on. Please, Mallory. Okay. I want to see Noah after, though. Of course you can. Emily is watching her now. Mylena, thank you for taking care of her. You're welcome, Mal. And thank you, too, Melinda. You don't have to thank me. That's my grandbaby. Well, you all enjoy your meal. Kane, please come. I don't want to interfere. You're not interfering at all. Yes, Kane, join us. Okay, I'll go. Can I ride with you? Sure. My grandma likes you. Did she say something? No, I can just tell. She was all smiles when she saw you. (laughs) I like her too. You look like your mom. That's what everyone says. Let me get that for you. Remember the girl Melanie I told you about? The one who used to work with you? Yeah. 
I spoke with her, and there are a couple of discrimination cases against Passion Life, and it's not looking good for them. Really? I knew I wasn't losing my mind, and I'm glad I'm not the only one. Have you thought any more about when or if you'll go back? I'm not going back. Okay. My dad had a life insurance policy. I'll get 50 or 45,000. He asked me and Mal to leave 10% of the policy for Noah. Okay. I know this isn't how you would have wanted to come into some money, but this is a blessing, right? It is. How do you feel? I'm sad about my dad, but honestly, I haven't been as anxious lately. Anxiety is at a two. Okay, good. Thank you, Kane. For? Everything. Being here with me. The ride. Anything for you, Mylena. I got you. After days of begging and pleading, Mylena finally convinced Mallory to go to a family counseling session with Mylena and Melinda. They had a session with Kane on Wednesday, four days after the homegoing services. Kane did not anticipate the same level of openness from Mallory as he received from Mylena. As expected, Mallory was closed off, and the session didn't last 20 minutes. Mylena, I'll see you later. I have another appointment to go to. Thanks, Kane. You're welcome, Mallory. Although this was pretty short, this was really helpful. Thanks so much, Kane. I told you he was good. Good. See y'all later. Okay, bye. Melinda, I commend you for being calm today. May I suggest something? Sure. Mallory is bitter. Very bitter. If you want to break through, you have to approach her gently. You can't be defensive. You can't argue. You just have to take it right now. In time, you'll earn her trust. (sighs) I am trying so hard. I can tell that you are. Just have patience and extend grace. You're doing good. The most important thing is that she came. Be sure to acknowledge that and thank her. That was a big step. Okay. Thanks for coming, Mom. Yes, thanks for giving family therapy a try. It's not easy sharing this small space with people in conflict. I dug this hole. I have to climb out of it. Let me know if you all want to schedule another session. I'll talk to Mallory and let you know. Okay, I have to run a few errands. Thanks for being flexible, Kane. See you all later. Bye, Mom. Yeah, thanks for adjusting your schedule for us. I can get Noah early from school. Two more days before summer break. You're welcome. It helped me out, too. I can get a head start on preparing exams. Since someone had me up until four in the morning, like we were in high school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I forget I can take a nap if I want to. Sorry about that. What are you apologizing for? I didn't want to hang up. Neither did I. I can't wait for Saturday. Me too, gorgeous. I made reservations for seven. Is that good for you? Yeah. We're hosting a baby shower for Martina. I have cleaning duties, but we should be done around 5.30. Okay. Just let me know if I need to change it. What are you looking for? I left my folder in the car. Walk with me? Yeah. So what did you think about the session? I thought it was productive. Truth be told... Mallory really needs specialized therapy before doing family counseling. What kind of specialized? CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Can't you do that? I can, but 
but I know other therapists who are more experienced. She may be open to it. I'll mention it. Mr. Princeton! Yes? I thought that was you. How's it going? I'm good, Dr. James. How's everything? I know you from somewhere. No. Yes, you were a client! I don't remember. Oh, but I do. And I don't forget pretty faces. And I'd be willing to bet you are a client of Mr. Princeton here. Is there a problem? Well, it seems you may be the one with the problem. Why is that? There's chatter, traveling, swiftly, among our circle of counselors that your behavior is quite unbecoming with the respect to a so-called romantic entanglement. I don't involve myself with gossip and spreading rumors, so I don't know what you're talking about. Would you define this as a rumor? What is that? Oh, just a recording of you having seemingly passionate and unscrupulous conversations with someone who coincidentally looks identical to this young lady here. Are you stalking me? That would insinuate that I have nothing more to do with my time than to follow you around, (laughs) as if I lack clientele. Although, this does lead to another thought given that she would make the fifth client, I believe, who started with me and ended with you. How is that my problem? Oh, it won't be a problem any longer. Let's just say the ethics committee will have a field day with this. Did you come all the way to my office to threaten me? Oh, no threats. Just forewarning. Where is the gratitude? (laughs) Do you think she'll say something? She does nothing but run her mouth. Of course she will. Oh, how could I forget? Oh, God. We should have never gone anywhere in public. What a jerk. Don't worry about it. Don't worry? You could lose your license. Kane, I better get out of here. You don't have to go. That made me really nervous. Don't be. Will you call me later? Yes, I will. Thanks, Kane. No problem. This is Kane Princeton. Hi, Mr. Princeton. This is Dr. Young with Western University. How are you? I'm good, Dr. Young. It's good to hear from you. How are you? I'm well, and I have some great news for you. The team was so impressed with you during your interview. Your experience and passion for mental health is simply astonishing. We are pleased to extend you the offer for the postdoctoral teaching fellowship position. Ah, that is great news. Now, this is contingent upon you completing your doctorate. Are you still on track to graduate by the end of the summer? Yes, I am. Well, this position will be waiting for you right in the heart of South Charleston, West Virginia. I'm honored. Thank you, Dr. Young. So, we'll send you the official offer letter to your email. We'll need it signed and sent back to us with your decision to accept it within two weeks. Okay, I will look out for it. Well, I won't keep you. I just wanted to share the good news. You have a fantastic day. Thank you. You as well. (sighs) Wow.
Accountant and the Counselor was brought to you by Dove Love Productions and One Talent Inc. based on a stage play written by Mila Mahia. Directed by Bonnie Collins and Mila Mahia. Featured performances by Rosa Sylvester as the narrator, Amina Tai as Mylena Hendrick, Alexander Gothard as Kane Princeton, Brooklyn Revel as Ashley James, Jordan Johnson as Martina Gomez. Audio in-house production, sound design, and editing by Jonathan Allen of Phi Sound. For the full list of production credits, please visit TATCSeries.com.